Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, hi. It's just me again, driving past the produce stand, hoping to see a sign for artichokes on sale. Where are they? They've been choked by the smoke. Hello, red sun and brave new world on fire. Well, I got stung by a bee on my calf. What kind of bee does something like that, Heather? I don't even understand the message. Hmm. 
that is a little confusing. Liam Neeson seems like a good, chill, tall man. Even when he says things like, I will find you and I will kill you, it soothes me. Now you know all my secrets. Have such a good day. Back to have such a good day, the show that wants you to do just that. Heather, I'm feeling like singing. Episode two. Oh, three. I don't have a very good singing voice, but I'm dancing over here. I'm dancing. Yes. This is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life. You got to laugh so you don't cry. How is everybody doing out How there? Doing? It kind of feels like Monday and Tuesday have been swapped for me. I had a good day yesterday, and now I'm feeling like I, I got a case of the Mondays on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. we, that seems a little backwards. It's not, right? it's not fair. Tuesdays are for snacks, tacos, mm-hmm. sandwiches. Um, we are recording this on we, a Tuesday. Movies, apparently. <laughs> Tuesdays can be weird, though. I mean, you know, you yeah. and I talk about it being Groundhog Day all the time. You know, I half mm-hmm. half of... Half of every, I mean, when it's the weekend, I know it's the weekend, but half of every, sure, you know, Monday through Friday type five day span, I'm like, what day is it? There's certain days where oh, I do same. different things than other days, but Tuesday is one of those yeah. days where like, it's a little bit of a wild card day. Sometimes I'm it like is. really slammed and other days I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, I kind of have like a couple extra hours to like go on a jog or do an errand or two, but yeah. But you're still looking down the week. It's still, yeah. Saturday's far. <laughs> Saturday is far. Saturday is very yeah. far. But uh, yeah, I did something really out of character the other day, Sarah. Okay. I um, I went to get gas at my local gas station down the road, and I realized I had never been in the little market right there, you know, the, the gas station shop yeah. um, where you can pick up, uh, I don't know, like a coffee or bottle of water perhaps a yeah small candy bar and i was like that's so weird i've never been in there beef jerky yeah something uh so i go in there i got some gum looked around kind of a nice nice little gasoline shop and um i, <laughs> you're, I, you're I was buying my gum you're being very sweet to the gasoline shop yeah I, it was a perfectly I just nice like, gasoline shop everybody it was perfectly nice <laughs> they even sell burritos there apparently they have like a little mexican um burrito cafe in there and you can get like a gas station burrito it's crazy a lot of people do it i've never done it there was a little glass uh window right at the checkout and they, i mean they do this on purpose let's be honest. And it has all the lottery tickets in there. You know, there's probably about, you know, five rows of five different lottery tickets. You know, they have all the different themes. Look, I do not play the lottery. I do not buy scratchers. I have friends that do all the time. It's just not my thing. I'm not a gambling woman. Uh, I don't want to throw away money, but I don't know what compelled me that day. I can't even tell you what it was, but I wanted to buy some. Mm. And I picked a couple really random ones. One was poker and another one was kind of a word game thing. But I asked the lady behind the counter, like, which ones are really popular right now? Like, which ones have like the big... Big pot. Yeah. Which ones have the big pot? And she told me those two. So I got them, which I found them to be actually very confusing scratchers. I had to like ask a friend. I'm like, did I win anything? (laughs) I'm not like clear if I did. Because like, I feel like this one hand that says I'd win $500 is 
looks better to me than the dealer hand. They're like, no, mm -mm, I, don't, I don't think so, but you should go check, go back to the gas station. And my friend who looked over these for me said to go back to the gas station that he often does just to triple check to make sure. Just he to make sure things. he didn't win the mega million California pie, which was yeah. like a billion or something. Yeah. And here's the other thing. I sat on these things for like three days. I carried them around in my purse. They got kind of scratched up. I didn't do them right away. And I'm like, isn't that the point? Like you, you feel lucky. You're feel you're feeling something. I don't know if it's luck or you're just peppy and you're like, I'm going to buy these tickets. Mm -hmm. And I, I sat on them for three or four days. Just like, I guess I should do these now. Cause you know, they're my, they might be out of date. Um, but very strange. I was like, what compelled me to buy these? I only spent like seven bucks or something, which is a funny but thing, still. right? Because the whole, it's like, I mean, yes, technically anyone has as much of a chance to win the lottery as the next person, right? And you can't mm -hmm. win if you don't play, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. I don't play. My dad used to, he used to do the quick picks. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even, like, I don't even know the difference between like a national lottery and like the state lotteries, or maybe they're all state lotteries. I, I, I don't really know. But I worked at a grocery store when I was in high school. And so, and my dad always, he would do, he would, he, it looked like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like a SAT test where, you know, you, you got a pencil and you, you know, hand the cashier, you know, the stuff that you've chosen and they run it through the machine. Mm -hmm. For some reason, it was something because I was under 18 at the time. I was like not supposed to touch the lotto machine, which was only at okay. a certain like only there was like one register for like the six registers at this grocery store. There was only one lotto machine behind the one register. So like, you know, people were constantly going, you know, behind the person who was working at this particular station. But I wasn't supposed to touch mm -hmm. the lotto machine. But like there was some weird loophole where I could if they only did quick picks, which means that they didn't choose their own numbers. And I have no idea yeah. why that is less gambling and therefore like less harmful for a child <laughs> to, be, to huh. be a part of. I mean, literally like I put this thing into a machine and it went like, meh, meh, you know, it looked like a receipt basically. Yeah. And then you give it back to the person and they either win or not. I don't know how it works. I really don't. Never made any sense to me. Yeah. It just. Yeah. And even I'm like, wait, I'm going to bring these back to that woman who was behind the counter. Is she like all knowing scratcher gal? Like she's going to be able to tell me if my poker hand is, well, you know, this, oh, is okay, better than so that deal. I'm glad you're bringing this up. It's such a strange thing. I'm glad thing. you're bringing this up because I know this is in California recently, like within the last few weeks, there was some, I know it was mega millions because it was on the news, you know, and people were just sort mm -hmm. of talking about it. And I love a good convenience store, you know, and so you always have people who are yeah, like, same. just like in there playing lotto, like scratching mm -hmm. at the counter where you're like, can you scratch like next to the counter so I could like come and go. Um, but uh, yeah, people people take it really seriously. And um, there was this whole thing about how nobody knew who had won the big billion dollar thing, but it had apparently yeah. been sold. Like that was mm -hmm. traceable, but who it was had not come forward. And so I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, if it's traceable, then yeah, like it almost reminds me of like Willy Wonka, right? When like Charlie has the golden ticket and he's like, I have a golden ticket. And everyone's like, oh my God. And I'm like, hold on to it. Oh God, someone's going to steal it from you. It's like, I feel the same yeah. way about like, it's like the winning lotto ticket. Like, is someone just going to like, you know, burn my house down and get that ticket? 
They probably would if Maybe. they knew they could become a billionaire. Yeah, I think so. I think for sure. I guess I th- they could probably trace it back to me and then they'd be in trouble. I feel like this whole like scratcher lotto lottery thing is such a huge mystery to me. <laughs> And I think maybe that's, maybe that's what compelled me as I was like, I've never, I've had one, I had one birthday, um, and a friend gave me, uh, the amount of years he basically gave me, I don't know what it was. I think it was like my 40th birthday. He gave me $40 worth of uh, scratchers, you know, and it was a really fun birthday gift because we did it at at my house and it was like part of the party and it was fun and I, and I enjoyed it and I kind of thought, huh. I guess I'm sort of missing out. I think the mystery behind it and like it's a mystery enough as it is to manage my own finances, you know, and it's like I'd rather put my brain energy into managing my real money than like, I don't know, playing these risky games. Um, Maybe this came up because I recently went to see my financial advisor and I, like I mentioned on the show right before I left for my trip, I've been trying to really maximize on a lot of these high interest rates right now for um, like CDs, you know, kind of the very low impact, like conservative investing, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, I'm not talking about like stocks. I'm talking about like money market uh, savings accounts that have high interest rates and that kind of thing. And I'm really trying to understand it as best as I can so I can make these good decisions, you know, now in my life. And, um, and it's, it's complicated as it is. Like, I, I think I, I realize as I'm doing these, taking these investing opportunities, I'm still very conservative, you know? And so it kind of reflects on me, like not really wanting to spend $7 on a scratcher. It's like, I, I'm not there yet. Maybe I will take more risks because you get more payoff if you do more risk. It's just the probability is lower. But if you do win, you you win a lot or you make a lot of money. Um, you're not going to make a lot if you stay super conservative. You know, it, it, it's this game that it always felt like mono- like a real life monopoly that never really appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And I think I just want to like break the code, you know, because I might buy more. I'm kind of, I might be like <laughs> kind of into it now. You might be a it's lotto weird. person. Really and weird. I think that's totally I'm cool. I'm changing, Sarah. Totally cool. <laughs> I might be a lotto person too in the future. In fact, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll go out and buy a little something when we're done with this show. You should, Sarah. When you're having a good day, you're go having like an water extra anyway. good day. There well, I don't go. have to, get but I'm going to. Do it, to. girlfriend. I support you. I support I really you. love a good convenience store. Let me know how it goes. I do. Same. It's in, you know, you were talking about store. like the burrito and just like, they're like various <laughs> things. You would so rock a burrito from this. I, I know you. You would have already gotten many burritos from this place. I, 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 I don't know if many... I, but but <laughs> maybe maybe, hey, maybe it's one. a good burrito and then I would get many. The my old house I talked about going to the market down the street quite often because uh-huh. it's the yeah. it was the you only did. place I could walk to. <laughs> Ad so I was there all the time, <laughs> and you know it was it was people watching. There were actually their coffee was garbage, but sometimes in a pinch I wasn't gonna knock it. Uh, you know, first mm-hmm. thing in the morning, if I was busy, I was out of beans, Better than you know, nothing. let's do it. And, and all the other various things, like I would buy like weird earplugs from there sometimes where I'm like, where are my earplugs? I don't know where my earplugs are. Sam's will have it. They always had like one of everything. It was a great convenience store. Uh-huh. But, um, I, 
and I, I don't go there because I don't live right next door anymore. So it would be, I don't know, out of the way. But, you know, mm-hmm. you could say, well, they're all sort of the same store, right? Convenience store, corner store, mm-hmm. liquor store, mini mart, you know, whatever you want to call it. Not true. Not true. They are very different. They have different vibes. The people working there, uh, they... They're curated differently, They too. set the tone, you know? You, <laughs> they do. And sometimes the people, some, they're, you know, you, you get to know people's schedule, right? It's like, if I'm always going for vitamin water, I don't know, when we're going to wrap this up, it'll be, you know, afternoon on the West Coast. It's like, then it, I'm always going to see the same person behind the counter. Um, or, you know, I'm likely to. And sometimes that person is not very nice, but that doesn't bother me. In fact, it fuels me. I want, like, <laughs> I want to turn them. I want to turn their day around. Like, I will kill them with kindness unless uh, they yeah, accuse totally. me of stealing something, which has happened. Uh, which, which has, has happened. happened and we've talked about it. But uh, the, I have one, this is a really disgusting story. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. Uh, when I was in college, okay. so, you know, uh, many moons ago, uh, there was, I lived with, I had three roommates and it was college, you know, so it was like a weekend and there was a 7-Eleven that was walkable from our apartment and it was, it was kind of like in the middle of, they didn't really, there was nothing else around the 7-Eleven. I don't really know why the 7-Eleven was there and it was, uh, it's hard to explain the living situation, but we were way out at the beach in San Francisco, which is in a very residential area. Like you don't have, it's a little mm-hmm. different now, but you know, this yeah. is, this was, <laughs> I wasn't in college yesterday. So it was, it was, it was pretty dead out there, but there so there was uh-huh. the Seven Eleven and like a laundromat next to it. And we were, you know, we had, uh, had, uh, more than a few Sierra Nevadas and like, we're like at the Seven Eleven really late to like get gross food. And, it's like one of those things where like you know they have like the hot dogs that are sort of almost on a rotisserie thing and they look they look very rubbery and you're like gosh I mean how long have the hot dogs been doing this you know and (laughs) and like maybe like a piece of pizza you know something but people buy strange some pierogi you know yeah exactly it's like Uh it's the hot food area and uh, I don't know, some 7-Elevens are better at this than others. And this particular one was just like, the food was really gross, like m- even for, you know, kind of gas station food. And one of my roommates mm-hmm. was like, I want some pizza. And he, you know, he, he wasn't in his right mind thinking clearly. And some other guy was in there and like, was like, you know, because it was like a, a glass door that you had to open and like take it off the shelf thing. And some other mm-hmm. guy is like in front of us. And opens the shelf and like also grabs something. But while he does, he sneezes into the like chamber. Like he like he sneezes like onto the food. Oh boy. And my roommate, his name was Dave. I will keep his surname uh, out of the public. Uh uh hello Dave, wherever you may be. He was like, I don't care. I'm still gonna buy it. We were like, no, God, don't do it. Do not get this. And he was like, get away from me. I'm doing it. And he did. Um, and it was, it wow. was uh, I mean, it was a horrific moment that ended up being a funny thing that none of us could stop telling everybody that we met from uh-huh. that day forward. 
it, we were like, and then, and then Dave ate the pizza that was sneezed on. Oh boy. Did he get sick? No. I mean, no, I don't know. No, he was fine. He was, he was fine. fine. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It, you, when you talked about the hot dogs, like rolling on the, on the little spinner thing, I, I actually forgot that I used to go and get the bagel dogs there, like after school. I mean, this is like, you know, mid, or, and this is like middle school and high school. I used to get the bagel dogs and I remember them being really tasty. I mean, dog. they were very like 7-Eleven mm-hmm. style, but sometimes like that, that type of food can be really uh, soothing. Like at the end of a night, for example, uh, being in Europe and and staying up really late, like uh, we had um, hot dogs one night at the end of the night. <laughs> And sometimes it just does the trick, Sarah Lane. It just does. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when I had a hot dog last, but uh, I wouldn't say no if I'm in the right mood. A bagel dog. <laughs> you know, never liked a corn dog. For some reason, corn dogs just, they never appealed to me. And sometimes it would be like corn mm. dog day at school. You know, if you're like on the school lunch, mm-hmm. you know, program. I always skipped mm-hmm. those days. Didn't, didn't like corn dogs. Bagel, bagel dogs I like very much. Um, and I like to very much to yeah, you mix the ketchup anymore. and mustard together so it becomes sort of this orange totally. thing. Yeah, that's how you eat a bagel <laughs> dog. Mm. Why aren't there any? I just don't think there's any bagel dogs out there oh, anymore. Sure I don't think people are. are making them. I'm sure there are. Hmm. Okay, I'll be on the lookout. So how? what's going on, Sarah? How, how have you been lately? I've been kind of the Tasmanian double this last week. Um, so I want to hear about what's happening in your neck well, of the woods. Well, besides a bee stinging me on my calf. Um, that must have hurt. calf, not as as in my body, not a small cow. Yeah, it was, so uh, <laughs> I go to this, well, I go to plenty of parks with uh, the dog, Otis, but there's one <laughs> in particular uh, that uh, we've been going to lately, and it's just that <laughs> time of year where there are a lot of bees and it depends on, you know, how often the grass is being mowed and the less often the more bees, et cetera. You know how this all works. And yeah. yep. uh, sometimes I'm walking around. It depends on just, I don't know, the weather that day or, you know, what else I was doing. But, you know, I'm often walking around in flip-flops or even barefoot sometimes. It just, like, feels good to have it, you know, the the grass yeah. on my feet. Um, and sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm fully clothed and... and you know, not, I don't even have like exposed legs, you know, it's like my leggings are like mm-hmm. long. Anyway, other day, cause it was hot. I am wearing my flip flops and I'm kind of, you know, running around and, you know, being, being cute with, with Odie and, you know, I see the bees and I'm always worried that he's going to get stung, which he has in the past. Nothing that ever was mm-hmm. like super terrible, but you know, he gets like swollen and sur- limps around and I'm like oh poor boy he didn't do it on purpose you know (laughs) but he's a dog um so I'm looking Mm -hmm. a little bit more closely and it just came out of nowhere I mean it wasn't even sort of like oh I was swatting away a bee or whatever I'm also you know I'm not allergic to bees I don't like them I mean actually that's not true I should back up I like bees very much but like if Mm -hmm. I'm having a picnic and there's a bee you know sort of swarming around it's like I'm that person who kind of yeah. like runs away it's it just like I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> it's just like it's yeah, hard for me totally. to ignore them you know it's just uh, yeah. I don't know you know especially if it's like a yellow jacket which is a whole different thing anyway uh the bee for whatever reason I upset the bee and it stung me on kind of like I don't know I'm, I'm 
<laughs> looking at my leg right now. Um, it doesn't look that bad anymore. It was like on the side of my calf, just like a very strange place. It wasn't my foot. So it wasn't like I stepped on the bee. Yeah. You know, it wasn't my, yeah. you know, hand or arm where I might have been reaching for something, you know, or swatting or whatever. Just mm-hmm. a very strange place. Um, and... You know, it was kind of over before it started, and I've just been stung by bees enough in my life that I knew what had happened. It hurts, though. I feel like I last time I got stung as an adult, I was pretty surprised at how badly it hurt. Because as a kid, you have more of like a, you know, tolerance for pain. Did it hurt, or did you? Mm, was it I mean, not that I, bad? I I'm sure as a child, <laughs> it was scarier. Because you know, it's like, oh my god, I got stung by a bee, you know. And kids, you know, they cry yeah, and the whole thing. It's like this was not that big a deal. I mean, I I would say okay. <laughs> if I hate anything more, it's a mosquito. Um, and mosquitoes, I am Same. kind of allergic to. Like my mosquito bites, always just ugh, they're very dramatic. The bee sting was not that big a deal. Um, what I hate is the itchiness. It's the itchiness oh, totally. that happens yeah. as it's healing, and then you're just like, ah, oh, this is the worst. But it does remind me, Heather, of this, uh, just like, speaking of like, you're like bizarre lottery day where you're like, I think I'll play the lottery <laughs> today, and I don't know why I'm just doing it. <laughs> I, um, when, we, when we lived back in LA, back in the neighborhood that you and I lived in, um, there was uh-huh. this like burrito place. There were a bunch of them because we lived in an area that had a lot of Mexican food. And I just had never been in this particular place. There was something about the look of it that I didn't find very appealing. And I lived there for like a year, (laughs) never went in the store. And one day I was just like, you know what? I'm being unfair because I haven't had any of their food Mm -hmm. and let's give it a try, you know, before I just write it Mm -hmm. off as like not a good place. Maybe it's great. It was always busy. And... You like Mm -hmm. walk in there and it's not like they had like sit down stuff, but it's like you go up to a counter, you order and then you like sit there or you leave kind of, you know, it was casual. Mm -hmm. And there was like a few people in front of me. This is indoors. Um, And so I'm, you know, we're queued up and I see that there's like a bee that seems sort of confused and like just like it's inside kind of near a bunch of like um like where you would get sodas you know in this cooler you know and, and there's this guy in front of me and I'm sort of you know I'm doing that thing where I'm like ah be ah you know he's kind of looking at me like get your life together I'm like I'm sorry there's a bee in here <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry you know and he was just having none of it and the bee just like lands on me and stings me like mm-hmm. nothing like like the bee was just like okay watch this And the guy was sort of already looking at me like, what is her problem? Like, why is she so afraid of a bee? And he sort of witnesses the whole thing. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. like I say to him, because I'm so like shocked. I'm like, the bee, did you see that? The bee just stung me. And he's just like, he like rolled his eyes and like turned away. I'm like, what just happened? This is so Hmm. weird. Why is there a bee in here? And why did it just sting me? And, you know, and now, and, and the only witness just thinks that, you know, I'm overreacting. Yeah, And totally. I stayed in there and, like, still got a burrito. I was just like, I don't, I don't even know what, what happened just now. Well, what's the worst, though, is when you, you referred to yellow jackets. Mm. Uh, I have probably told this story on the show, but when I was a kid, I got stung by a bee, which I thought was a honeybee. 
And then it followed me in the house because I was way outside. It stung me, ran into the house screaming, and it followed me in the house and stung me again because they can sting twice. In fact, over uh, back east um, and in Europe, I would say yellow jackets were definitely a theme. Also mosquitoes, we all got bit a fair amount. It, it wasn't that bad for me. Um, I hate mosquitoes too. They're Especially when they buzz around your ear at night. Um, and one of the places that we stayed in Mallorca in particular was mosquito and yellow jacket zone. Um, the traveling partner I was with ended up being like maybe like 10 or a hundred times more sort of sensitive to mosquitoes. I mean, she, I thought I, I thought they loved my blood. I really did. I, I thought that I was one of those people, but she got completely, I mean, she had them all over. In fact, one night they attacked her face, like the one side of her face that wasn't mm. covered with a sheet and she had bites all over her face. And then at the end of the trip, we found the mosquito nets for the beds, like in some really random place in the Airbnb. Um, <laughs> but the but the yellow jackets kind of scare me more because I find them to be more aggressive than honeybees. Well, now, and, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here because I don't really know what I'm talking about. If only there were some way to look this up on the internet. I think yellow jackets <laughs> bite you and they don't sting you. And that's why they I can do so it too. more than I'm once pretty sure, because yeah. when the bee stings you, then it dies. Yes. It's sort of it's way yes, of just totally. being like, I think well, you're right. I'm going that. out, you're coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> and the yellow but it's weird that the yellow jacket can bite twice. Like it's just odd and then it dies, supposedly. Well, I don't think so. Um, no, I think it could just keep biting you. I think. Hmm. Let's let's ask the old yeah. Google uh, bite. What do you let's think? See, I know see. there's someone out there being like, I know my bees and yellow jackets and yeah. whatever insect genus they're in and i can tell you all about it if so do write us hi at have such a good day.com <laughs> hey so sarah are you are you seeing any of the there's a lot of fires happening up here and i know that this has been in the news there's been a lot of very tragic awful fires in the world not just in california mm -hmm. um hawaii mm -hmm. being oh, one Canada. of them recently yeah, horrible fire season Worst, worst in the uh, in the country's history. Yeah, and I started to listen to the Daily, which is a great podcast. I know you listen, Sarah, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of you yeah. probably listen out there. It's a it's a wonderful podcast. But they were talking uh, recently about there were like specific stories about people. There was someone in particular who survived and and was telling some stories about these dogs and these animals. And I couldn't listen. I couldn't listen to it. It was too heartbreaking. And it's just it's so. It's so something that's out of our control, um, you know, at least on the daily level. I mean, I think collectively, um, maybe if we work a little harder, we can make these stop. But, you know, I'm near the Oregon border and there's um, a lot of fires going on. There's fires east of here in California. There's fires just north of here, even on the coast and mm -hmm. then at the border and then also going into southern Oregon. And um I went to uh, a, a wedding this last weekend, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, but there were a series of parties at this uh, for these this couple who got married. They have a million friends, and they had friends that came from all over, um, and a bunch of them came from Portland. And when they showed up, boy, uh, did they have some crazy stories. Um, and they were talking about how harrowing the drive was. Um, you know how like drove through fires, you know, roads were closed. 
And it was it was really scary hearing these stories. And I'm sure you all out there, you've probably had a personal experience with a scary fire, or maybe you have close friends or as someone you know who has gone through this. And please, you know, share your stories. Um, we'd love to hear them. And um, I know that I am, at least for now, somewhat safe on the cliff of the ocean. I can't say that that's forever because uh, you just never really know with what's going on in, on the planet. Um, but the air here is quite smoky and the sun is red. And it's, you know, the sky is very strange. It's, you know, you got the weird shadows that are kind of like that light orange, you know, and, and something is just like feels amiss. And mm -hmm. um, like I said, I'm not in the thick of it, but I really see how bad um, it is right now. And I don't know if you can see any of that down there, Sarah, if you have clear blue skies or if it's smoky. Yeah, weirdly enough, uh, being in kind of, you know, the... Well, I don't want to say epicenter of anything, but um, definitely a a fire torn area, um, mm -hmm. you know, in kind of central California. If you look at it on on a map, even though we're northern, but um, the last couple of years, and I'm gonna knock on wood. My desk is wood. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to knock on their wood, whatever wherever it may be. Um, we're going on two years of no like, I mean, not that there haven't been fires. Mm -hmm. But there haven't been these large scale evacuations that I have yeah. been through more than mm -hmm. once and really scary. I mean, even if you're not first, of, I don't know, you know, it's like I've never had my house burned down. I've mm -hmm. had things get dicey. Um, so, you know, anybody who's been through but people have been through so much worse than I have. So I, you know, I don't want to act like, oh, you know, I've seen it all. Yeah, I certainly yep. have have not. And, you yep. know, when you talk about tornadoes, hurricanes, f floods, I mean, there's so many blast sinkholes. I mean, there's like mm -hmm. so many things, you know, that happen all the time. You know, they're just catastrophic and whatever. But uh, yeah, no, what you're talking about right now, in fact, Heather, just the other day when we were chatting, you mentioned something about the sky. And I was sort of like, oh, you know, because the the um you know the big news uh over this last weekend was that there was a hurricane that was coming through california up through baja california which is you know um northern mexico over on the west coast you know and everybody was flipping out because it's like we don't get hurricanes over here you know tropical storms kinda uh, but not of this magnitude and so it was like this huge deal and when you mentioned the fires i was like gosh i don't even know what she's talking about um, because here I was just, you know, wondering if this hurricane was going to end up, you know, making landfall anywhere near me, which it didn't. Um, and uh, for, for the most part, um, you know, everyone I know who was more in the line of fire, so to speak, of the hurricane um, is also fine. Mm -hmm. So I hope everybody yeah. else is as well. But I don't know. It's, it's sometimes uh, I always feel bad when... You know, for example, you're talking about, you know, fires uh, that impacted people who live in Portland, you know, driving through Oregon. And I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. even know what they're talking about. Like, you could have, like, put it's, me on Jeopardy and be like, what, what, what's the name of the fire? You know, and it's like, I don't know. I have no idea. No, um, well, if you look at, like, the the map of California, where someone was sending this around, I think it was just the West Coast. It wasn't just California. It was all the way up to, like, Vancouver. And there were red, like, dots everywhere. There were so many. And a friend of mine called them, like, zombie fires. You know, it's just, like, apparently, 
some of the fires that got uh, that started a couple weeks ago here or within the last couple weeks were triggered by lightning, which I know a lot of them are. Um, but we did have a pretty wild lightning storm here. And just like the next day, it was like fires. Well, yeah. Um, and in terms of the hurricane, you know, I know that everybody was sort of bracing themselves in Southern California. A lot of my friends were like sandbagging. And, you know, and I know that and we talked about this last week, how the the weather apps tend to sensationalize. But, you, you know, maybe they're just trying to prepare for the worst, I guess, because it could be worse than you yeah. predict. I think, yeah, there's a lot of... I I also I try to check myself too because sometimes even over the weekend uh, I don't live in Southern California currently so it's like what who am I to say that someone yeah. shouldn't you know prepare for the absolute worst and go above and beyond to make sure that they're as safe as possible you know mm-hmm. for themselves their pets their family that sort of thing but there were a, there were a couple times where I was like you're fine. Yeah, (laughs) you know, not everybody is. So I don't want to make light of it. And I think that, you know, I should do less of that in general. It's like, yeah, yeah, maybe you should always assume the worst in things like that. And then you don't get caught, which is where people get in trouble because they didn't take something seriously enough. And also, yeah, just catching yourself too. like the other day, I caught myself sort of being like, ah, you know, it's been weirdly uh, cloudy and smoky when you can tell it would have been otherwise a sunny day, like a like blue sky. And then, you know, I find myself being frustrated with that, but it's like, uh, it could be way worse, you know? And even, even throughout all these wedding activities, uh, everyone was talking about how, yeah, just sort of lucky to be on the coast, to be somewhere near water. Mm-hmm. Who knows though, how, how long that will last. I'm not saying we're going to be lucky forever. I'm always knocking on wood whenever I say stuff like that, because it, it's hard to really say. Um, I, I feel you on the, I mean, there's a lot of weather is something we really like to talk about on have such a good day. Um, it's, it's, a there's all, all kinds of things to unpack. Um, but, uh, it's like, I just, I, Heather and get, I have nothing else. We will talk about the weather. Yeah. Hey man. That you can trust us on. Exactly. Exactly. This is us. Uh, we're a small and mighty team of weather reporters, on team have such a good day but you know we have a lot of other uh, secrets to reveal like me and my Liam Neeson obsession lately which I'll get to in a little bit but I I wanted to bring up one quick thing that I thought about after we recorded last week and I I kept talking about this YOLO thing you know this you only live once um, in relation to my trip and just kind of like trying to, you know, do things that we want to do now, because who knows if we'll ever be able to do them, um, that kind of thing. Um, I, I was like, is YOLO is an old acronym. It's been around for a long time. And I, and I kind of thought, Hmm, is this, uh, something that's dating me? Like, do the kids these days kind of scoff at the word YOLO? I I mean, is it kind of dumb? I, I think, there are not a lot of, yeah, like Gen Z kids talking YOLO. That use the word. Yeah. I mean, you could use something but else. But I you could, could be wrong. Day, take the bull by its horns. I mean, there's other ways you can say it. It just struck me. Maybe it's not a cool thing to say. Maybe it's kludgy, you know? And kludgy. Forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If y'all uh, know the answer to this um this nagging question, email us at suchagoodday.com. <laughs> and yet my hot girl summer does continue. Um with this, uh, I do feel like I've been in some non-reality, um, but now I'm back to reality for good for, I mean, for a little while now, I have a lot of work ahead of me and, um, 
I, uh, but I did come back from my trip to the following week doing this wedding of a pretty good friend of mine who lives up here. And uh, she had a bunch of activities around the wedding day. So the wedding was Saturday, but she had a party on uh, Thursday, kind of leading up and then a brunch on Sunday. And it was just like a lot of different events. So my focus has been just kind of getting, you know, getting myself to these events. I wanted to be part of it. And um, it was, it was a very wonderful, wonderful event um, on a lot of different levels uh, to, um, you know, just be part of it, um, to be part of uh, some friends up here, which I feel like my life isn't very social up here or it hasn't been thus far since the pandemic. I usually leave town and hang with my friends. Um, and, and, you know, I've made a few friends here, but it's never really been a major social scene up here for me. It's more been work, um, get my stuff done, you know, enjoy the view, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I will say, um, I met, I got to reconvene with some people I have met before and got to kind of get to know them better and hang out with them. And then I also met some new people, actually quite a few new people. There were probably at least 150 people at these events. It was a big, a big wedding um, at this really cool barn, like in the middle of a town, well, actually outside of a town called Ferndale, um, where they've shot a lot of movies, very, very cute little town. And there's a lot of farmland, a lot of like kind of rolling hills and, it's just on the other side of the ocean where kind of the lost coast is. And it was, the venue was really cool. It was sort of a uh, reclaim, you know, you know, those kind of reclaimed barn situations where yeah. they like paint it white and, um, and they have almost like <laughs> they're churchy barns. They have like church elements to them. And mm -hmm. so they feel, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was one of those types of things, kind of, um, uh, kind of a cool spot really beautiful grounds and just i it's it's you know it's hard to explain it's it's it was just really one of those incredibly incredible experiences um just so much fun with new people and it really it gave me hope it gave me hope because i have been a little bit down on being in the country and i have felt like my social life is outside of here that my my you know seizing the day and 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 having fun is away from here you know this is more like work uh, base for me my my home base for work um, but I I really feel like I I kind of moved the needle on this I I met some awesome chicks who do really cool things up here you know that I never even realized existed that make wine and jewelry and like good, cool, interesting women who are doing things that I think are really neat. And it, um, it was a very, uh, sort of enlightening weekend. Um, I feel a little like I'm halfway there. I'm like, okay, I think I could make this my home base. Um, and, and it was a lot of dancing and eating and celebrating and laughing um, so, uh, mazel tov to the beautiful couple, Sasha and Steven. I had a blast at all of your events and, um, yeah, hopefully this isn't the end of, of having a good time. I know we all need it. Uh, if you, any of you out there have had an incredible summer, uh, a hot girl or guy summer, email us at Hyatt have such a good day.com. We'd love to hear all about it. Indeed. Indeed. Let's let's talk about your hot summers, everybody. Hot <laughs> as in 
sizzling, not yeah. you know, fire hot. Yeah, Although I exactly. guess they could both be true. All right, so Heather, this is this is a real one eighty from anything that we could have been talking about on the show in any capacity. Uh-huh. So I have this weird thing where I get well, I mean, okay, <laughs> this weird thing is not unique to me. You know, when you have like an earworm, you have a song stuck in your head. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like. For, for whatever reason, especially if I have like just a lot of anxiety in general about other, about whatever, you know, it's not about the song. A song will stick with me that much like, like stronger and weirder, you know, to wake me up mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, you know, and I've got the song in my head, you know, where I'm like, I really need to sleep. This is weird. Like, it's like worse than an earworm. It's like an anxiety earworm plus kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the other day I woke up. In the middle of the night, you know, it, it probably was just like thirsty or something. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in my mind is fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Um, and do you know what that is, Heather? Oh, Out of, of context? course. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So if anyone is like, I have no idea what you just said. It like is the, part the of the little three pigs, right? No, it's Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, uh, because it's that's what oh, the giant says. Okay. Yeah. The I got it confused Jack with the three or, pigs. Know, yes. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, you're, you're in the right, you I know. get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Your genre was in the right somewhere. Um, yeah. So, but, I, but kind of like you, I was like, fee, five, five, five. Uh, I don't remember the rest of the nurse, like the tale, yeah. the fairy tale. Yeah. Like what yeah. happened exactly? I know mm-hmm. it's called Jack and the Beanstalk. I know that the giant is the one who was fee, five, 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 and like the giant wanted to grind Jack's bones and eat them. Yuck. <laughs> You know, and I, even as a little kid, I remember being like, do people put human bones in bread? You know, like, I don't <laughs> you thought that as a kid. Well, I just was like, I don't know why this would be a line. It crossed your mind. Yeah. You know, totally. I mean, I also the giant was you know, made up, but I didn't. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you when you first hear something like that? You're like in nursery school. So <laughs> I was like, I just like. I couldn't get it out of my head and it was bothering me that I had forgotten all of the details of like, what even happened in that story? I know there was a beanstalk. Uh-huh. I know that Jack is like the protagonist. I know that there's a giant who's mean, but like, what it, was it even about? Like, what was the moral of the story? Well, yeah. it turns out, uh, as we were talking about uh, looking up things on the internet, there are some answers um, without me actually just reading the fairy tale, which probably isn't uh-huh. even that long. This <laughs> one goes back really far though, Heather. So Jack and the Beanstalk, as it's commonly known today, apparently goes back. Uh, it has had, had several different incarnations and even different titles, uh, appearing in 1734 as the story of Jack Spriggins. That's his last name. Oh. And the Enchanted Bean. I um, love that you looked. Th- I love that you're into this. This is so my jam. Yeah. <laughs> and then in 1807, still quite a long time ago, uh-huh. Uh, author named Benjamin Talbart had uh, sort of changed it, uh, you know, made it his own. Um, and then the title was The History of Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then you've got Henry Cole, who had like a, you know, pseudonym um, that, uh, had, you know, had a version of the same story uh-huh. in another story called The Home Treasury. There was another Joseph Jacobs who wrote it in English fairy tales. Um, and that uh, 
apparently is the one that is most closely related to what anybody who's alive today may have heard as a kid. Okay. And um, just just a uh, just a small reminder. I hope this isn't a spoiler. Um, if it is, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so Jack is like he's 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 poor. He's trying to like help his family. Sells uh-huh. a cow, gets some magic beans, and everyone's like, "The beans aren't magic." God, you know, you yeah. like, ru- you ruined everything. You sold our cow, but the beans are magic. And so when he plants them, the beanstalk grows, and it's like it grows like really high. So he climbs it, and then he finds mm-hmm. the giant who like lives in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Very unclear how gravity doesn't do anything to the giant, but that's not really the point. The point is that <laughs> the giant's mean. The giant has been like stealing things from humans for a long time. Uh-huh. Jack, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, yada, 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 wins, uh, kills the giant, and everybody loves him and gets all his stuff back, and he has the magic beans to thank. So the whole thing, I guess, you're supposed to take away from it is like, you know, next time you feel like that might be the winning lotto ticket, you don't listen to anybody <laughs> else, you, you, you take a leap of faith, and it you might you. turn out well. Yeah. You might be like Jack. Totally. I don't know if I ever got that meaning out of that one. I mean, I would say that there are other fairy tales that I agree are like fairy tales are very strange. And uh, I read a lot of the Grimm's fairy tales when I was a kid, like the Rumpelstiltskin and Mm -hmm. Rapunzel and all that. And there were there was always like a real darkness to it for sure. And then there was the moral. And I think some of them I remember. And then and I remember reading Jack and the Beanstalk. I just don't really remember what the moral was. So thank you for the reminder, Sarah. You're welcome. I, I think it's funny that you went down this this rabbit hole. Um, I didn't really because... want to even. That's the that's the weird part about it. It's like it it's woke like me and my me, lotto it, tickets. It woke me up. <laughs> and I would say, yeah, I would I would almost be like, you know, <laughs> I'm clairvoyant or something, you know, but I'm like, nah, this happens all the time with like mm-hmm. song lyrics or whatever. I've got a postal service song totally. in my like, head right why now. Why did that get stuck in your head? And it's, it is very bizarre. Fee, fi, fo, fum. It probably was like in a commercial somewhere. Sure. Something, there was some. Something triggered something. Something triggered something. And I just don't remember. It was subconscious. But then it just like wouldn't leave. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, let's do a deep dive on Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> so I love anyway, it. It's, that's what I've our, been up to. Our minds work in mysterious ways. Oh, speaking of, I wanted to circle back to the yellow jacket thing. Um, I mm-hmm. did a quick Google search just so we're straight here. I was wrong. Yellow jackets can actually sting and bite. They mm. will often bite to get a better grip to jab their stinger. Well, that isn't that very is nice. even more because it's not very nice. It's, it freaks me out even more. And they don't lose their stinger. So I don't know where I heard that. I thought they lost their stinger after two stings. They can sting numerous times and they will do so unprovoked. They're like really defensive of their nests. They also, yeah, they don't die after stinging as honeybees do. So that's interesting. I think maybe I just, it's kind of one of those things that you you think you know it because you learned it as a kid and you spend your whole life thinking this is a fact and then you Google it and you realize this whole time you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, but one last thing before we wrap up the show, I just wanted to uh, uh, just update you guys on what I've been doing in my downtime because I've I've only had a little sliver of it, but um, I've gotten back to my a little bit of a routine of 
you know, watching my movies after dinner at night, like between 7.30 and 8 and kind of a quick little window of, of watching something. But I, I didn't watch pretty much anything on my trip. There wasn't really any time. Um, and it was highly social, so I didn't really have a lot of alone time. Um, but, you know, it has been nonstop since I've been home. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've had a little bit of anxiety trying to get everything done. I obviously was a little behind um, being gone for so long. But uh, speaking of nonstop, that's actually a pretty good movie um, from 2014. It's a Liam Neeson movie, which is um, what I've been watching lately since I've been back because I kind of can't handle a, like a very complicated plot right now. I just, I really <laughs> am tired at night. I'm trying to kind of get back in my my rhythm. And I, I, you know, I usually watch a lot of like subtitled movies and stuff, but I'm like, I just, and this is my boyfriend. Of course, Elijah is the one that suggested watching this because he found some DVDs for two bucks at like a garage sale or something. And he ended up with a huge stack of Liam, Liam Neeson movies. Um, I'm fully aware of him and I've seen some of his movies. I've seen Taken. I've seen some of the low-hanging fruit, but I, I never really saw all of them. You know, he's in a lot of them. And so I, we've been on this little kick, uh, because he bought all these <laughs> at this garage sale. Um, and I just kind of wanted something a little low impact. Um, and I just, I, I, I sort of forgot how great he is as an action star. Cause he's so different than your typical action star. He's just so chill and kind of has this, you know, he's so tall. He's like six, four or something. And he's just, kind of this lanky guy who when he's even getting like the shit kicked out of him he still kind of seems a little <laughs> like mellow he's like, like mellow. he's just chill yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's just like yeah like you know, <laughs> his, his life is at risk. His, he his is really very composed yeah and his loved ones are at, lives are at risk but he's still just really chill and it kind of chills me out because i feel a little <laughs> tense from like all the work i have to do and um, I mean, for the record, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers either, but um, I have really enjoyed who he is as an action hero because he isn't your typical, your typical action. You're not look. you're not like, you know, he's not showing his abs and, you know, this whole thing. Yeah, but, it's um, not like one of the Fast and Furious, you know, no. hunky, you know, I don't know, stars. Yeah, exactly. Think of anybody but The Rock. I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah, all totally. those guys. <laughs> and also, I will say on this note, though, I, I I believe I may have seen um, Taken, one of the Takens, it might have been Taken 2 on Max, which used to be HBO. Um, mm -hmm. But I will say on, on this show, I think Max sucks. I'm not happy with it because it just changed over to Max not that long ago. And I may also uh, be wrong about there could be another Liam Neeson movie on there, maybe Taken Three or something. So I'm not saying it sucks altogether. But there are uh, part of the reason why I think I like fell into watching all these uh, action flicks. There's no shows, and obviously there's the writer's strike that's been going on for a long time. Duh! Like a lot of these, you know, shows are on hold. Um, but uh, I don't know how you guys feel. And Sarah, I wanted to hear your thoughts because I kind of want to cancel. I want to mm, finish off. Mm -hmm. um, I just finished, well, I guess there might be another episode or two, but I love How To With John Wilson, which you originally uh, recommended I watch. I really love it. And so does Elijah. And we're super into it. But other yeah, than that, I, I, knew I you, might cancel. I, you would like it. It's so good. And I want to know if any of y'all out there are, are planning on canceling. Or if you want to cancel, let us know. Email us at hi at have such a good day.com. And now, Sarah, what do you think? Well, I I hear your 
I feel and hear, I hear your pain. What am I watching? A bunch of garbage. Uh, but yeah. like, I mean, that's just me. Oh, but you like the garbage. That's right. I love garbage. That's a good point. So love you it. may not cancel Max. See, I don't watch that stuff. Into my body and mind. It does have more garbage than it used to. So yeah. Well, so but, it might be your but jam. But the thing is, here's the thing is, is <laughs> I can, I can admit this to all of you because it's too late. I already have. And uh, you know, I don't, uh, your, your judgment uh, is, is, is fine. Um, I'm cool with it. You know, there are certain people, you know, when like certain people, you're getting to know them. Oh, like, you know, I, I like to come across as like a semi-intelligent person. But yeah. when it comes to what I watch on television, I mean, I watch lots of highbrow things. Um, I mean, look at me reading about Jack and the Beanstalk on Wikipedia. You have a wide range. I, I mean, I have no <laughs> limit. But I also, so much of the TV that I watch, and I think a lot of this just has to do with living alone for so long. Where yeah. it's like, I can sit in silence and read, uh -huh. but I often am just like kind of doing something on the computer and I have something on the TV. If I'm yeah, cooking, totally. I really like to have something that like, I'm not even really looking at the TV, but I kind of know what's going on. And when you get the shows that are like, Love is Blind or... You know, 90 Day Fiance, the UK edition, you know, things like mm -hmm. that where like other people are like, oh God, I would never watch that. I'm like, perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> you just well, put it I, on but you're and not then like, it just kind of glued goes. to it. You're doing you, something else. Yeah, and and you don't like, like if you go to the bathroom, you don't pause. I mean, maybe you do. No. I don't know. See, it's that's, fine if that's you do. That's different TV watching in my mind, honestly. That's like a different type of watching. Totally. It's totally different. It, it, to the point where I was watching, what was I watching? Oh, it was, it was a, I don't even know what uh, network this was on, but it was a series about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, defamation mm -hmm. trial yeah. from a couple of years ago, which was, you know, it was a whole spectacle and, you know, it yeah. was televised, a lot of it anyway, you know, courtroom drama. And it was like, I didn't really watch it when that was all happening. I, I kind of knew the outcome, but I mean, I wasn't following like step by step. Mm -hmm. And so it was like this, uh, I don't know, multi-part series. And it was, I don't, it was just uh, take the, you know, celebrity out of the whole thing. It was just like yeah. a very interesting courtroom drama about, uh, it was very specific. I don't know if you're not familiar with the whole thing. I, I don't even really want to get into it because it's, it's because <laughs> we're running out of time. Well, it's also just like, it's, it's pretty unpleasant, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But court system, et cetera. And, but I get you know, it. But I kept like, you, you know, saying. I would like look down or, you know, take a bite of my dinner or whatever. You know, I'd look back up and be like, ah, oh, crap. I met, I, uh, I got to rewind, rewind. Like, I'm not paying attention because mm -hmm. sometimes I'm just used to like only paying half attention of like whatever's on. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's, there's, there's definitely different types of watching. Um, uh, and so, yeah, maybe we can unpack this in another show. Um, but in the meantime, I'm probably going to watch another Liam Neeson movie tonight. So, uh, I will report back on what that is. We still have a few left. All right. Um, but, uh, in the meantime, um, I don't know, Sarah and I are, are going to, going to wrap this baby up in a minute here. We're going to wrap it up. Heather and I, we're going to, we're going to make it work. We're going to wrap it up like a sandwich. With a little bow. From 7-Eleven with a lot of tickets. We hope y'all win. Kind of like a bagel dog. <laughs> like a bagel We're going to wrap it with this some dough. This show is like a bagel dog, you know? <laughs> it is like a bagel dog. 
like a bagel dog. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. But a good bagel dog, like a good, a good tasty, fresh. organic bagel dog. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not even a thing. Maybe it's like, yeah, like you were at Costco and there's a bagel dog station because they want okay, to no, buy the bagel Okay, no, but seriously. Dogs. Okay. Seriously, Sarah, what if – I'm serious. If there was like a good, yummy, hippie bagel dog that was like – maybe a vegan dog or like a really good like a grass-fed meat dog with like you know like a whole grain outside no that would be really it. good no no that'd be that's good. something else I, would like that. I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> okay no i want a bagel dog i want a, okay, I want a well, real hey. bagel dog all right, we're gonna work on that. Bagel dog with Sarah, I'm gonna take you out for a bagel dog next time I come visit. <laughs> That's Please. how fancy we're gonna roll. It'll be fun. Yeah. I want to mention really quickly. We got a note from Kevin. Um, I, I had mentioned as we talk about weather uh, ad nauseum on the show, but um, last week it was probably last week where I was asking y'all if you primarily use weather apps because I find weather apps different weather apps to um, have different information. Um, and Kevin wrote in and said that his weather source is weather underground and you can only access it from a browser. He uses Firefox. He doesn't use smartphone apps at all. And I, I went on this website, Kevin, and I think, um, I need to thank you because this is more of what I'm looking for. Um, I am looking at my 10 day forecast up here in NorCal and it's really nice and thorough. It's got lots of data, lots of graphs, um, chance of snow, humidity, um, you know, uh, wind, all the things. So thank you so much. I, I think I'm going to keep this tab open for now. I might uh, just use this instead of my uh, iPhone app. Uh, I think I, this is exactly what I'm looking for. So thank you so much for letting us know. Yeah, yeah. Stay on top of the weather, however suits you best. Um, stay safe out there, everybody. We know that uh, depending on where you are in the world, depending on, yeah, the season you're in and longitude, yeah. so many factors. So um, many factors. But, you know, not everybody is super safe right now, and so we're hoping the best for everybody. Um, stay safe. Stay dry. Stay cool. Stay yep. wet if you want to. <laughs> it's fine, you know, just stay safe. Peace and love. Peace and love. Yeah, the friend who always uh, signs off all of her emails with peace and love. She's really? been doing it for as long as I've known her. Huh. And okay. I used to think like, eh, really? Every time? And now I'm like, I like this. Yeah, I, like I know. It. I kind of, I might have to start doing it because I don't yeah. have a sign off. You should. Peace and love. I can't get, I can't get excited about best. I, I just, it doesn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> best. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, it's conversation a best for what? another best day. Everything. <laughs> I don't know. Best. Yeah. Just get out there and be your best. Do your best. Yeah. Best. All Sarah. right. Well, we hope you're all the best. And another episode of Have Such a Good Day is in the can. Episode two hundred and three. Yeah. Which means next week it'll be two o four, and we'll be back, raring to go. Have a great week. In the meantime, have such a good day. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.